Hey friends, I'm Megan Meredith. I've been on an interesting journey the past 10 years. It's been full of plot twists, as I'm sure your own journey has been. One thing I've learned is that people are fascinating and full of stories. We all come from diverse backgrounds and have complicated backstories. We experience the world completely differently, and we don't always agree. And that's okay, because there is always something we can talk about. Hello, friends. Happy Valentine's Day. I actually pretty vehemently dislike Valentine's Day, but that's another story altogether. But since it is Valentine's Day and we're releasing a new episode, we are going to focus on love today, but not romantic love. My guest today, Melinda Williams, started a love project with two of her friends during the pandemic called For the Love. It's a local NWA food truck. And I don't want to tell you too much and give away the good parts because I want her to tell you the whole story. So here we go. Enjoy this conversation with Melinda Williams. Okay, welcome, Melinda. Thanks. We're both nervous today, aren't we? It's okay. It's going to be great. Okay, we're going to start. I know you. You know me. But just for our friends that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. I am Melinda Williams, and I live in Bentonville. We have lived here for, oh gosh, at least eight years. I don't know. Let's check the time. Um, I am married to David. We've been married for 11 years. We have four kiddos. I am an adoptive mama slash biological mama. I think that's actually how we met. It is. Yes. It is. We met at a Project Zero. Yes, we did. Little event. We were volunteering. Yeah. Yeah. Doing like t-shirt sales or something Something like that. But I feel like when you you meet another adoptive mom or somebody that's been in that solidarity, that rough spot of foster care, you just, you get each other. Yes. Yes. So So, true. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, um, so yeah, four kiddos, an 11 year old boy, nine year old girl, eight year old girl and two year old little boy. Mm Mm-hmm. And we are a zoo, and it's mild <laughs> and loud all the time, and we're hot messes, but we love hard and fight yes. hard, and it's good. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you work? Tell us about what you do with your time. Yes. Besides I, those four kids. Yes. Well, I try, that's keep, enough. try to keep everybody alive. That's my number one goal. Goals. Um, and then I am a physical therapist. Yeah. I did pediatrics for several years, but now I stay home full time. Okay. And then a, a little over a year ago, me and two of my friends started a nonprofit, a, a food truck called For the Love that helps feed the community. And so a lot of my time goes there as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. I love your shirt, by the way. She has on a shirt today with the food truck on it. It says, feed people, love people. Yeah. I love it so much. So that is what we can talk about today yes. is For the Love, the food truck. So yes. tell us about like origin story, how this started. Yeah, so this started because of COVID. Okay. Um, so many bad things have come from COVID. Yes. There have also been some good things, yeah. some bright spots. And so this is one of those stories. Um, I didn't realize that. Yes. I'm excited so, to learn all the things about it. I was running summer of, what, 2020? Right. Good yes, for you for running during COVID. Um. Yeah. So my friends, Meredith Chappie and Jennifer Cristofaro, we all, that was kind of our sanity savers. Yes. We'd get out, we'd run and have these, you know, great conversations. But it was a time where pretty much every, everything had stopped, you mm-hmm. know. We were not going to church. Yeah. We were not involved in things. Everyone was pretty much home. So truly during lockdown, really. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. as much as lockdown as we got, but right. yes. Yeah. I mean, during our Arkansas lockdown. Yes. But we were all truly yeah. feeling it in yeah. our own ways, yes. feeling just isolated and yeah. disconnected. Running was kind of our thing because we felt like we could do it. We're outside, so it was somewhat mm-hmm. safe. And those were like already your your pod of people that you were seeing. Yeah, so it was like yeah. kind of our yeah, yeah. approved yeah group that we could be around. Sanctioned yes. friendships, exactly. <laughs> and so. Um, Jennifer's husband had lost his job. Yeah. Um, and there was just a lot of that going around. People mm-hmm. that were 
becoming financially insecure that weren't even yeah. used to being financially insecure. And, you know, kids have been out of school. At that time, it was summer. But there's so many kids, you know, that rely on, on food from, from school and meal programs. And um, so we were just kind of talking about all of these things and how hard life was and um, just kind of got into conversation about what could we do? Mm-hmm. How could we actually meet a tangible need, but also give people community because we just truly believe that people need people. Mm -hmm. I need people. Um, but do it safely, Mm -hmm. you know, during this, this crazy time. So the idea of a food truck was born because it was something that, you know, food was a need Mm -hmm. that could actually tangibly help, but also we would be outside. So that would be kind of a safe, safer way to gather Mm -hmm. people. But it's hilarious because none of us cook. <laughs> so we really... That's amazing. Just kind of went for it. I'm hoping that... Someone you know, else was going Somebody to. else did, could do that for us. It's a good plan, really. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of how the idea started. And yeah. um, we started raising money. And mm-hmm. within, I guess, three weeks of us deciding to, to raise money and go for it, we owned a food truck. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, fundraising is hard. It is. Yeah. It is. So well, that was impressive. Um, yeah. yeah. God really just laid out the red yeah. carpet, which That's amazing. I feel like doesn't happen very often no, ever <laughs> in my life. I kept looking yeah. around being like, why is it so easy? Right. This like, isn't this, supposed to work. Nothing right? is ever yeah. easy. You know, right. there are always yes. a million obstacles and right. hurdles and shut doors. And I was yeah. like, this is just happening. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It was really yeah. cool. That's amazing. I feel like there's something in kind of even um, Christian culture sometimes that even leads us to believe that things are supposed to be hard. Like you're supposed to have to claw for things. Right. And if you don't, then it's not really. Right. If it's coming easy, then it's not what something you're supposed might, to be doing. Might be I feel like there. that's something I would yeah. love to believe. Like you're, it's, you're supposed to have to suffer and suffering is like yes. the way. Right. When in reality, I feel like sometimes you have to let God put things together yes. and that's really when it feels like it's flowing. Yes. And so I love, I love that piece of that. That's great. That it wasn't like you guys were pulling out your hair, even though you might've felt like it fundraising, yeah. but there are other times that like that. fell yeah. together. Yeah. You're like, yeah. all right, cool. We're doing this. this. Actually. Yes. <laughs> Just did yeah. kind of happen. Yeah. So you opened when? We opened officially the, so the dream kind of started that summer. Um, and then as we went into the fall, that's when we kind of started fundraising. And our first official like neighbor night open to the community was November 4th of, yeah, 2020. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So a little over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. So how did that start as far as like, I know what you guys do and we'll speak to that in just a minute, but did it start with just Thursdays or how did it actually start? Yes. So tell us about that process. It started with just Thursdays. And so even before we had the truck, you know, we just decided we were going to feed people. Okay. That's kind of our main, like, short-worded mission. We had a great friend that was kind of in the DHS community. Mm -hmm. She's a social worker and knew a lot of families that could really be, could benefit from meals. And so even before we had a truck or anything, we made meals and we would get them to her and she could kind of disperse them to whoever, you know, she was in contact with and needed them. But the truck came and Thursday nights came. And so uh, that just kind of looked like us gathering friends Mm -hmm. at first and volunteers literally going to the grocery store of course we had to go through all the paperwork and get mm. approved by the health department right you know yeah. learn so many things and us cooking and literally passing out meals out of the window yeah. and um yeah. you know introducing ourselves to people and right. it you know of course started off small but it has just grown and mm-hmm. it's been just some sweet yeah yeah so explain to our friends that don't know what neighbor night is what is neighbor night Yeah, so neighbor night is every single Thursday. It doesn't matter if it's, if Thursday is, you know, on Christmas Day that year, we will be there. And it is every single, every single Thursday, it is free to the community. And Mm -hmm. it's just a meal that we all kind of get together. We're building a community there. We have picnic tables set up and lights and all the things. And people can come with their friends, their family, by themselves, whoever. 
if you can pay for it, if you can't pay for it, it doesn't matter because we all look the same. Mm-hmm. No one pays that night. Everybody gets okay. a choice. There's usually always at least one option because mm-hmm. at a lot of, you know, food pantries or soup kitchens or things like that, it's lasagna's on the menu, you're getting lasagna. Right. <laughs> and, and we really wanted people that maybe weren't used to being able to have a choice to be able to have oh, a choice. Wow. Yeah. And so uh, we really do try to stick with that week after mm-hmm. week. But everybody, you know, gets in line. People are talking in line and getting to know each other. Mm-hmm. And then our hope is that people will stay and sit down and eat yeah. and meet a new neighbor and leave feeling full, but also feeling less lonely and yeah. knowing that they matter and yeah. just full of encouragement. And yeah. if they don't have, you know, someone pouring into them for the whole week or conversation mm-hmm. with anybody else, they know they can come next Thursday. That's like the one night. Yeah. And we'll be there again. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So it started with Thursday night's neighbor night. And is that fairly permanent or is it, does it move or? It is. Okay. Yeah. It's permanent. Okay. Um, she's a great trailer, but she has to stay put. Yeah. We did try to move her for an event yeah. once and a wheel literally fell off. Oh no. It's a good time. Yeah. So she, okay. she stays where she is. Yeah. She's real good right yeah. now. And that way it's people that depend on Thursdays. Yes. Know where she is all she, the time. Yes. I love it. Stay there. Does she have a name or is she just she? She doesn't. I really should name you her. Should. I want to name her like Bertha or something, yeah. but I'm, I, yeah. I've got it. There's got to be a vote. Betty White. Probably. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, so yeah, yeah, but she's definitely she's, a she. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> that's what, that's amazing. <laughs> I love Airstream trailers. I mean, they're just they're so good. amazing. They're I've always wanted one. So it started on Thursday nights, and then when did it develop to what it is now? And tell us what it is now. Yeah, so it it started on Thursdays, and honestly, we're volunteer run. I mean, mm-hmm. there are volunteer groups that come in. You know, businesses come in, Pat Tyson and Pepsi and. Lowe's, all kinds of different yeah. things, but also just like neighborhoods or families, okay. yeah. you know, community groups, churches, I mean, whoever, you yeah. know. It's become like a service project yeah, for everyone. So, I love that. Yeah, yeah, and so many different types of people, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that's what we want, you know, yeah. um, all types of people coming and just gathering because we're all, all a part of this community. Mm-hmm. We're all created in God's image and he loves all of us. And it's just so cool to see people that would not likely be friends yeah coming together week after week and sitting at the same table and laughing and joking together and knowing each other's stories and just how sweet that has been to see all these people coming together and anyway we are volunteer run and so different groups come in every thursday we kind of give them a little quick rundown of the truck and Mm -hmm. give them jobs and they are the ones that that cook yeah. And, you know, get it coming off the window. Our main job, as far as me and Meredith and Jennifer, are to talk, to hang out. Yeah. Like, we get to eat yeah. and talk to people. It's the best of all the world. Right. So, you know, Would you say that all three of you are extroverts? Um, I'd also love to know each one of your Enneagrams. Not necessarily. <laughs> I will say, well, I can tell you. Yeah. Okay, good. Tell so, us. Meredith is, well, we go back and forth. She says she's a six. I think mm-hmm. she's a five. <laughs> she's a five. We're yes. six. <laughs> anyway, and so she, we could not live without her. She is yeah. our organized. Okay. Yeah. Prepared. Thinks of all the things. Yeah. Knows all the facts. Mm-hmm. She gets the stuff done. And yeah. she is our lifeline, yeah. honestly. Um, serious. Just like. Want we, it. We need her. Yeah. <laughs> Jennifer is a seven. She I love it. Yes. The dreamer. She comes uh-huh. up with all the wild. We have to like yeah. pull her back in. Let's go big. Scattered. Right. But like also so extroverted. Right. I mean, she yeah. knows every single person. Yeah. And, you know. Loves to experience things. I am a nine. I will okay. do whatever you tell me to do. <laughs> I don't want you to be mad at me. <laughs> I am very chill most of the yeah. time until I am not. Easy going yeah. and just kind of, I'll just be where I need to be. It doesn't go with me. Um, I love it. You guys are like the perfect little pod then. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it definitely it. works. Yeah. yeah. It definitely, definitely works. So. But it is a very funny dynamic yeah. sometimes. <laughs> we just all like to kind of sort each other out and right. and get it together. It it's been a fun a fun adventure. Yeah. I took us down a wrong path not a wrong path, a rabbit trail there. So let's bring it back to like when it became what it is now. 
Okay, yeah. So Sorry. it started at Thursday. No, don't. I did I it. I squirreled. I squirreled. <laughs> I did it. Um, so Thursday nights is kind of how it started mm-hmm. with a neighbor night. Now, eventually, uh, we are just mainly donation-based. Yeah. So the teams that are coming in and volunteering cooking, they are also donating money to cover that Thursday night. Okay. Um. And so in, in a way to attempt to bring in some money on our own to pour back into neighbor night and um, to be a little bit more self-sustainable, we had open for lunch service. And so okay. we, we hired Phil, who's our cook. I and love he's it. amazing and just so mission-minded. Yeah. Like, you will walk away not just like with an awesome sandwich, but like you'll know him and uh-huh. know you and remember your name and it's yeah. really fun. He makes lunch, and then we have, like, a full menu, and what's really cool about it is it is to pay what you can't system. Okay. And so you can go, and there's, you know, your normal prices that you can pay. If you're able to pay, you know, and come grab lunch, then that's what you do. Now, right. if you can't, you can pay a minimum of, like, three fifty. Okay. and still come eat lunch at the truck. We yeah. also have meal tokens that people can purchase for, like, $10, and... Give to a friend in need or just Amazing. a friend to say here, go right. for a free lunch. Or so, so many people have bought them and just handed them back to sell. And we have a place in the truck that we put ones that are paid for. And if someone wants them, yeah. they say, your meal's on us. We got it. I and love that. Grab lunch. I eat lunch there way too much. It's actually <laughs> really, really good. And even in the winter months, you can like text him uh-huh. and your order. There's a number that we post online and, um, so I do that a little too. Much. Like call ahead. Hey, I know. Yeah. I want this. Coming. And this. ASAP, buddy. And we'll have it ready for I'm me. I'm sitting outside. I don't even have to be. Yeah, I don't even have to get cold. It's not even a right. Yeah, that's amazing. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Okay, I literally had the misconception that it was only Thursday nights, and because it wasn't ever some, I always felt like I don't want to go for free because I feel yeah. like that I don't want to use the food that's really for people. Right. That. And I need it. And so I didn't know it was for lunch or I would have been, it's probably good I haven't known about it, but. (laughs) Well, and I think that is. I would love to come have lunch. It's a misconception because really on Thursday nights, we want to feed people, but really we want to make relationships. Yeah. And we know that the three of us, it's not possible for Mm -hmm. us to do that. There are around 200 people there every Thursday. Right. And so I can't go talk to 200 right. people. The three of us cannot do that. Yeah. And so honestly, we're relying on people to okay. come when yeah. we need the food, don't need the food, come and mm-hmm. eat because we want community, all different types yeah. of people there and yeah. people like you and your husband coming mm-hmm. and sitting down and talking to someone that we might not get around uh-huh. to being able to speak to that. Right. Day. So they yeah. leave encouraged and loved and right. fed. Yeah. Um, and that's what's so great about it is everyone's invited and everyone's encouraged to come. Mm-hmm. And whether you need the food or you just kind of get out of cooking, mm-hmm. I know it's a good thing. <laughs> Win-win. Bring in the kids. Yes. <laughs> exactly. That's amazing. Exactly. I love that so much. And I'm glad that. I confessed my misconception yeah. because I love I love that. And starting this, it was so important to us is quality because yeah. we make sure we buy great ingredients and mm-hmm. things are fresh and things are made literally when you order them. Mm-hmm. This is not just a hot dog stand. No, this is not <laughs> your soup kitchen. Right? It is not. Right? It is. It's, it's food a food truck in Benville, so you had high standards already. It's good. Yeah. And I eat it. I. I'm great with my children eating it. Yeah. You know, right. I crave it. Right. Know, it's, it's legit it's stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. We're going to push pause real quick. We'll be right back after this break. So tell us, can you tell us any stories that have really stuck out to you in the past year of just like, this is working or this right. is exactly why we are doing this kind yes. of moments? Did you have, do you have any of those? I'm sure you do, but. We have a million. Good. Um, <laughs> yeah. So what's, what's cool, and as we all know, I mean, relationships don't form, you know, in two days or two right. weeks. And so even starting this, you know, you're, you're seeing people most of the time once a week. And of course, you know, over time, hopefully you are getting people's numbers mm-hmm. and texting in and yeah. like being having play dates or right. like things like that with people maybe that you're connecting with more getting outside of 
food truck night, right. food truck world, yeah. um, and really getting to know them. But but these things take time, mm-hmm. and so we are now, you know, it's January. We're now a little over a year in, mm-hmm. and yes, I mean it's working. And yeah. we've had now we've had relationships with some of these people mm-hmm. for a year because yeah. they've been coming since the beginning, and they still come every single week. And yeah. then of course, we have new faces and people that have been and then haven't been in a while. Right. One of my favorite sweetest stories was just some great. What literally just happened on Thanksgiving yeah. so a few months ago. It was, you know, a holiday, and so we never know how those are going to go. Mm-hmm. We expect it to be a smaller crowd because, you know, people are going to have right. I was like, are two people going to come? Right. A hundred people going to come? I mean, right. I had no idea. And Meredith and Jennifer were able to come that night. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, out of town and with family. And it was kind of a modgepodge team because... You know, it's Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Team from Lowe's is not coming on Thanksgiving, you know? And, right. And so it was just like a few different families. My pe- my dad's working the grill and we just yes. got everybody kind of doing That's their so thing. Fun. And it was freezing. It was so cold. Mm-hmm. And we probably had about 60 people, but people, you know, a lot of them came and grabbed food and left. They didn't really stick right. around because it was a holiday and it was so cold outside. Mm-hmm. But at one point in the night, I looked over... And we had, we had put the picnic tables kind of in a row, like a real yeah. long kind of, you yeah. know, Whoville Grinch type. <laughs> That's what I was going for that night. Like the community. The roast beast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, I look over and one of our friends who comes every week mm-hmm. and we just love him so much. He, but he doesn't have a home. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sitting, you know, wrapped up in his jacket that he always wears. Yeah. And it's cold. And he's sitting with another guy that comes and their friends. And then we had two other people. One was from Germany. One was from China. They were traveling together over Thanksgiving. They're from Georgia. They couldn't go home because of COVID. You know, yeah. They lived, so they were like, let's just go on a road trip. They ended up in Bentonville. Well, no restaurants were open. No. So they're literally driving by, roll down the window. They're like, what is this? <laughs> and I'm like, it's dinner. Come right. out and eat with that. Get over here. Yeah. And so they did. They, they got That's out. Amazing. They came. And it was so sweet talking to them. Um, so they are sitting with, with our homeless friends. And then I look over and the mayor of Bentonville has come and sought them out. Oh, my gosh. And they are all y'all sitting at this big long Whoville Grinch <laughs> picnic table over pie, talking and laughing. Nobody knows that you no know, our Who friend is, is, yeah. is struggling with homelessness. Yeah. Nobody knows that this sweet lady is the mayor of our town. Right. And you know, no one's the met. traveler. Yes, it's the travelers <laughs> either. And they all are sitting there just eating. Yeah. And having the best time, and I was just, it was just such a sweet moment. God literally, like, paused me. Yeah. And in that moment, I was like, this, this mm-hmm. is what this is about. Like, yeah. you created each of these people that each have permits, mm-hmm. and you each have a plan for them. Yeah. And they are loved exactly the same. They matter exactly the same, even though society tells us different. Yeah. Society yeah. tells us, no. Right. This person is better. Different than this values. Person. Yeah. Yes. And and it's not true. And that's so it was just so sweet of him to let me see that yeah. literal picture right in front of my eyes as a reminder. But also just that he's faithful. Like this mm-hmm. is what this sweet little food truck is doing. Yes. Is it yeah. I feel like it's crashing these kind of walls that everyone's mm-hmm. built up in society. Um and saying we don't we don't right. have to live like right. this. Yeah. You know, we can love our neighbor mm-hmm. no matter what they look like, where they come yeah. from, what they believe. Everybody matters mm-hmm. and everybody's mm-hmm. loved. And so that that was one of my faves. Yeah. For sure. It's a good one. So talk to me about since this involves all three of y'all and there's obviously a lot of work that goes into even just Thursday nights, but on top of that, just weekly lunch and marketing and all that kind of stuff that you guys have to put into this that nobody sees, you know, behind the scenes and, and you're not getting paid for this, right? right? No, right. like the three of y'all are just, yes, it's volunteer. It's volunteer. This is your yeah. ministry kind of thing. Yeah. So how do you guys avoid, and I'm sure this happens occasionally or just like even COVID fatigue, you know, like just 
fatigue part of, of life. Fatigue of everything. Yeah. Fatigue of everything. How do you not get burnout? Since this is a volunteer thing, this isn't like you can be like, well, I got to show up. I'm getting paid for this. Kind of like, you know, a job. Right. How do you, how do you, the three of you, and then specifically you, how do you avoid getting burnout um, with this huge mission, which is obviously accomplishing what you want it to mm-hmm. And it's doing what it's supposed to be doing already. But how do you, how do you take care of yourself? Kind of your mental health, your physical health, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I will say starting this whole thing, Mm -hmm. you know, really we're winging it here. (laughs) And we hadn't recruited a lot of people yet. And so the majority was on the three of us Mm -hmm. and it was, a lot. It's a lot. It, it yeah. Was a, it was a lot. But I will say, you know, a year in, another just really sweet thing that God has done is he has brought us so many people yeah. that also are just, they're just on our team. Yeah. I mean, maybe you don't see them as much. It's right. more behind sure. the scenes, you know, um, but they are showing up every single week. Uh-huh. And, you know, I told you earlier, like, it's real funny because none of us really cook. We, it's not <laughs> like there was somebody grand master chef was like, let's run a food truck. That's a great idea. Um, I was like, I've got my box of, box of Kraft macaroni and cheese yeah. here. I can boil water. I mean, I <laughs> turkey sandwich anyone. But he has brought uh-huh. so many people to fill in where we are weak oh or where we literally have yeah. no clue what they're doing. We're doing. Um, he has brought in people that, you know, with resources, with mm-hmm. time, with skill sets, you know, that build our picnic tables. That right. Somebody that donated the wood, somebody that volunteers to paint them. I mean, things that we just wouldn't get around mm-hmm. to doing. Yeah. Or we would, and it would not go well. <laughs> um, and so that's been really, really kind. So I think from the front of this whole thing, it could just look like they're three of us, but really it's right. not. Yeah. You have like people rally. There's so many yeah. people. And you know, even from a marketing standpoint there, we were, you know, one of us was doing all the graphics and all the, you know, writing and everything. And now we have a volunteer that does a lot of the graphics most of the time and, and just people behind the scenes. And so that has been really life-giving and really helpful, but it also helps that there's three of us. Yeah. And, you know, even, even this week when Jennifer is out of town and Meredith, that her family is going through sickness, unfortunately. And so I'll be there, you know, and and there have been times like that where, you know, it's just one of us filling in and even Mm -hmm. if it were two of us, I feel like it would not work near as well, you know? Yeah. And so the fact that there, there are multiple of us and we do have volunteers that we can call and step in that are just as committed as Mm -hmm. we are. Um, has been really helpful as far as mental health. I mean, that de- that de- <laughs> also depends on my family from day to day. <laughs> but yeah. but we we love to run. That is really helpful. Mm-hmm. I try to do that during the week after I drop my kids off at school. That's kind of like my yeah process time, yes. freeze time, either yeah. that or any time I'm ever in my car by myself. <laughs> like right. Do not park next to me at a red light because I will either probably be crying or singing at the top of my lungs or, I mean, who knows what you're going to see. I love the mom sitting in the car by herself. I mean, that's just like such a coping skill that people need to know about. Like you pull up to your house, give yourself some extra minutes. Do not get out of the car. No. Don't do that. Yeah, that is not. What's mom doing out there? Don't worry about it. Right. She just needs some some time. Yes. There's a reason. She's ready. You don't want her to come in before that either. Do not pressure. <laughs> I also love just the piece that like how this started, like the little run club is still what you're doing. So tell us where you see this going. Like someday we'll have like a round table discussion with the three of y'all and it'll be amazing. And you can all three speak to this, but like, is this going to grow or is this what it is? And it's serving its purpose and, and we're not going to get bigger than this. Or I'm sure even Jennifer would be like, Oh, seven, we're going big, you know? Oh, we're going big. <laughs> So, I mean, you don't even have to tell us the plans, but like what, if you can, can you speak to like where you want this to go? Yeah. So, I mean, we on a typical Thursday have about 200 people That's and amazing. it's been, it's been really neat to ha- just have a front row seat to it all. You know, just over this past year, it has been, I feel like life changing just in our community. I mean, mm. I even just on a personal note, I have so many close friends 
that I would not have known if the food truck didn't exist, mm-hmm. that I text throughout the yeah. week, that we get together, that our kids are friends. I mean, it, it's it's life-giving. Yeah. It's life-giving to me and not just people that need food. It right. is a whole different right. community. Yeah. The food is just bringing people together. It, it is. It, and yes. it's meeting a, a tangible physical need, it but is. also meeting bigger needs. Yes, but we are, yeah, yeah just trying to love people and... Uh, you know, at the end of the day, if people can leave knowing that they matter, that their mm-hmm. stories matter, that they feel encouraged, that they feel welcome and accepted, yeah. you yeah. know, yeah. so many people will never set foot inside of a mm-hmm. church. will never, but if they can come and sit at a picnic table and just eat dinner with someone, you yeah. know, and feel welcome and accepted no matter what they look like, right. or I mean, I'm tangenting anyway. It's good. So, I love it. All of this has just made us think what other mm-hmm. communities need this yeah. too. You know, yeah. not just Bentonville. Right. How can we get to Rogers? How can we get mm-hmm. to Springdale? Or how can somebody else open up a for the love somewhere right. else? Right. And just, you know, have so this. We're franchising. Yeah. Right. Have, have the same culture. <laughs> yeah. But what can this do in all right. sorts of communities? Yeah. You know, it's not just our community that this is needed in. Right. And so. Because even. We live in a very affluent area, and yes. if there's food insecurity in our area, yes. I mean, I, I mean, I come from a small town, so I know what, you know, the poverty areas of town experience. Right. And so you have other surrounding communities that are not as affluent, but they're right near the affluent areas. And so if Bentonville has a need for it, and you probably you've probably experienced way more people, and it's like surprising it is. to find out how many people are food insecure. That, that then other communities that aren't Walmart country, yes, you know, I mean, just think how I'm preaching the choir. You already know this, but just, I mean, trying to get other people to think outside that box of like how many people are food insecure in, in other areas yes. that this could actually benefit maybe double or triple the amount of people just right. because right. they're not in a fluid area. And so there's way more poverty, yes. way more food insecurity. And, well, and I think yeah. too, you know, areas like Bentonville where you would say, oh, there's not a need here. Mm-hmm. There's not, you know, yeah. even, and you know, that hit me too with foster care as yeah. well. I mean, yeah. it is everywhere and we don't see it until we go looking Somehow for it. it's so hidden. It is so hidden. It's bizarre. Until it is just yeah. not. And then it's glaring. And yeah. it, and then you can't unsee it. Yeah. You can't know it. I mean, that was so many things in life, mm-hmm. but when you go looking for the messy, you will land yeah. smack dab in the middle of yeah. the puddle, and it is—it's everywhere. Yeah. Um. So yes, I mean there are so many communities that there isn't this big, mm-hmm. beautiful mask on top right. hiding it. Right. All. You know, it is. Yeah. It's there, and it's already known, mm-hmm. and and there need to be some right. solutions and some hope. You know, yeah. that can come in the midst of right. that hard stuff. And so we are raising money and. I'm hoping in the next few months we'll be there to to buy a drivable truck mm-hmm. because, like I said, our sweet Betty White Bertha girl, <laughs> she don't move. unnamed, she stays <laughs> where she's at. She doesn't yeah. get there, so we can start to do some neighbor mm-hmm. nights, some some meals and things, and kind like, of pop ups in um, other places, yeah, yeah, into other communities. Hopefully, just mm-hmm. get even more volunteers to come. And do that. Also bring on some, you know, catering events and things yeah. that we can be bringing in many. So we're not right. solely donation based. Yeah. Because we get asked, you know, all the time, can you come to this wedding or can you uh-huh. come and support you guys? Which is right. so sweet and amazing. And I'm like, unless you want to do the wedding in a parking lot, we're not going to be able to make that happen. And he can't come. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so... We are close. Yes. We're close yeah, to, to doing there. And I think once we have this new literally set of wheels that we, there's so many opportunities. Yes. They're endless there. Yeah. And so we are raising money for that right I'm now. I'm really excited about that. We're close. We're, <laughs> yes. So excited. Yeah. And so that, but also, you know, encouraging people yes. to, if this is something they, you know, they think would benefit their community. And I can just say it would like yeah. I'm confident 100%. that it would yeah. taking action steps, mm-hmm. you know, and come, we can come alongside you yeah. and help you take steps to, to do a for the lab, yeah. you know, yeah. a, a truck yeah. or even just, you know, start spending even just, I mean, you guys formed a nonprofit from the ground up, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. And 
even that in and of itself is difficult. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been through that process and it is not easy to get your own 501c3, you know? And so like, even just having somebody else come to you and be like, I want to do this too. I just want to replicate what you guys are doing. Then they don't even have to go through that process. Probably they can just sort of like not reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Which is amazing that you guys have already done that. Like front runner. Yes. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And with help, we didn't know what we were doing either, but literally with, with a little help from our friends, we we got it all done. And do this song. Yeah. I don't think about like single moms that have multiple kids that even just, obviously this isn't solving a problem of the total food insecurity problem. Right. But just like one meal a week takes the load off. If you're a single mom and you're providing for multiple children or one kid or even just yourself. I mean, like these days, yeah, it's expensive unless you're eating hot dogs and macaroni and cheese. And so if you want better ingredients and like one meal that's not that, yes. then I just think that's so beautiful that it's like you're just lightening a load, but you're also connecting people with people and right. people have resources and people yeah. have yeah. ideas, which is like a spider web of like beautifulness. I love it. <laughs> well, and people, you know, being able to get out of the house. So yeah. that is, we do have so many single moms, mm-hmm. you know, that have these amazing kids and I can't imagine just how lonely that would be if they, if they don't really aren't able to get out or maybe they are staying at home, not working, or they don't, you know, have Mm -hmm. an outlet Right, people, but coming and being able to have conversations and let their kids say, let me tell you, there are so many kids and it's amazing because we have, you know, cornhole, there's a grassy area and they are throwing footballs and playing soccer. And I love when my kids come because I'm like, go, go, go. I will let you know when the feed yes. is ready. Like, just go do your thing, please. Wear you know, out, please. And yeah. they have a blast. I love that. It's so, it's yeah. so much fun. And so, yeah, I think it can meet so many. Yeah. Reason. So I think about people that listen, because I have hundreds of people listening, thousands <laughs> and millions, that there's bound to be somebody who's either listening to you talk or has already had an idea for something that solves some problem or they have a heart for something or even in the process of listening to this story, they're like, man, I could do that in Rogers. I could do that in Springdale. I could, whatever. And so like, but I think in our culture and it's not specific to our generation, it's like all, all generations is that fear of failure. And so like wanting to do something, even solving a problem or just having a heart for something, seeing the need, not, you know, it's like when you, when you do see all the foster kids, you can't unsee that. And right. so you have to do something about it. Well, right. you get to decide what you do about it. Yeah. Right. And so what would you say to somebody that's listening that has something they're passionate about, but they're, they're afraid to like put themselves out there and say, they're going to do this or even like knowing where to start. Like mm-hmm. what, what would you say to those people? I would say, I feel you <laughs> as, yeah. as an enemy. I yes. totally feel you're you. the perfect person. Yeah. I honestly, if I was not doing this with two mm. friends who are more go getterish than I uh-huh. am naturally, yeah, this still would have been a conversation. Yeah. I'd still be running, talking about it and going home <laughs> and not doing anything. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I think I would, I mean, I would for sure say get with like-minded people mm-hmm. because you have strengths, but you also have weaknesses. And what's so great about relationships and people being different from each other is that you can cover each other. Mm -hmm. You can cover their weaknesses. They can cover yours and y'all can go do something great together. And so get with like-minded people, people that are passionate about the same things you are, whether it's people you already know or jumping into, you know, something online or hunting, you know, church, whatever it is find these people, mm-hmm. um, but also just take an action step. You yeah. know, I, yeah. I feel like these things snowball mm-hmm. and you don't have to have it all together. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't even have to know what exactly you're doing, <laughs> yeah. but just take a step in that yeah. direction. Right. And it always, almost always yeah. leads to another step another in that step. direction. Yeah. And as you walk forward, you get more clarity, right? Half the battle it's just walking that first forward, step. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. And so you don't have to have it perfect. You don't have to have it all figured out. Just go. Like mm-hmm. we said, we didn't have a food truck. We literally knew somebody with DHS that, Hey, you know, people that need food. Yep. 
Okay, we'll get you 10 meals on Thursday. (laughs) Yeah. And this is what we can do right now. Right, yeah. And then we, you know, called some people. Hey, told them about our idea. Would you be willing, you know, could we put your name on the truck Mm -hmm. if we donate this amount of money? Right. Sure. Yeah. But a few of those people, you have a food truck. Go look at Facebook Marketplace. There's food trucks. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Right. So, and you don't have to know everything because somebody else knows those things. Right. Oh, that's so good. As you keep, you don't have to be the one to create. That is why God created so many different people. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be just you. Yeah. Gather, gather the people, right. create your community yeah. and make it happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the doing inspires other doing like, you know, just like you said, you guys started just the three of you, but then all these people rallied and all of a sudden you have this whole team Yes. that, I mean, you guys, the Look three of on. you just launching out inspires right. other people to be like, what are you guys doing? Yes. Like we want in, you know? Exactly. And, and that's what makes it work. Yeah. It, it wouldn't work if it was just three people. Right. Doing this. Right. It wouldn't work. Yeah. We don't have the skill sets and we don't have the resources. The bandwidth even. I mean, you guys all three have kids. and Yeah. Right. Yeah. We heavily rely on people and that's Mm -hmm. what makes this thing so beautiful. Yeah. Is that it's not just that. Yeah. It can't be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell us what you need. Where, I mean, not, this isn't just like a social media pitch, but like, what can, what can I do? What can other people do? What do you guys need? You can come to Neighbor Night. Yeah. Yes. Come to Neighbor Night mm-hmm. because we need you Yeah. to sit down with someone you don't know that yeah. needs to know you. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. There are people, I mean, people need to be known. They need to mm-hmm. feel known. They need to to know that they matter. And you could literally go stand in line mm-hmm. and just start up a conversation. Yeah. You don't know what that person's going through. Yeah. You don't know if that's the, you're the first person they've talked to that week right. or if they just got horrible news. I mean, you could line up somebody's week by right. literally going and standing in the line. And yes, the line is long on Thursdays, but that's part of it. Right. Stand and talk to somebody. Tell somebody a story, hear a yeah. story. Yeah. And then go sit down and, you know, help, help wrangle the baby while it's in the Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we need. And so if you're listening, you're like, I don't need the food. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, that doesn't apply to me. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Because we need you. Uh-huh. We need you to help. You know, we, we can't do it by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, or volunteer. You know, yeah. we we are family friendly. We love their jobs for kids to do. Pass out drinks. Mm-hmm. Help pass out desserts. You know. Yeah. Offer napkins. You know. Right. We need people to take orders. We need people in the truck cooking. Um you know, gather that mm-hmm. 10 or 12 friends and say, we're going to all pitch in. We're going to pick a Thursday. Yeah. And we're going to go check and we're yeah. going to go do this. It's, it's so fun. Yeah. You know, their donations are always welcome. Help mm-hmm. us get, you know, a new, a new and approved Betty White <laughs> to go open. Drive down the streets of NWA. <laughs> um, that's, yeah. you know, of course, always helpful. Yeah. Also, just, you know, come eat lunch mm-hmm. and yeah. hang out with Phil. But that, yeah. that helps support it. Yes. Yeah. I love to play for somebody, yeah. you know? Yeah. But just come to a party, even if it's mm-hmm. little, even if it's literally intending to eat. Right. Right. You know, that, it matters. So where can people find you online, on socials? Instagram, I feel like is our funnest. Uh-huh. Funnest. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> our best, probably uh-huh. cutest. Instagram is where it's at. It, it you know, is. Let's it is. just um. So for the love in WA okay. is is our handle, and we also have a Facebook or, mm-hmm. you know page, a website that is on our Instagram. But I'm just gonna say that like yeah. that. So click it there. Yeah, <laughs> click it in the bio. There you go. But you can literally, you can click on yeah. our website. You can pick a Thursday to sign up. Yeah. I mean, all that's of where there. kind yeah. of all of the info is. Yeah. Or just show up. Just show up. Yeah. Parking lot. There. Yeah. Downtown Mittenville. Yes. 5.30, 6.30. <laughs> every Thursday. <laughs> Do you feel like that also helps you kind of, this just came to mind, like helps you solve problems that aren't necessarily the food truck, but like, like your friend that's struggling with homelessness, does it allow you to connect with other people that can help solve that problem? Or is that something that factors in? Like, yeah, 
I mean, I feel like we have... You build connections with other people, and then you're like, oh, I can connect to this person with this person. Yes. Yeah. There was a friend, a, a different person, Shannon, with homelessness that we were able, but had, you know, construction backgrounds mm-hmm. and had a piece of land that he was able to, to build on. And we were able to get, you know, wood donated to mm-hmm. him. So he said, just build, you know, some sort of shelter. Yeah. But also even just things as little as we have relationships with people now that we know that we're like, hey, can you give mm-hmm. so-and-so at the end of this a ride? Yeah. Back here. So right. They don't have to walk back to the yes. tonight or ride wow. that bike. So yes, here and there or, mm-hmm. or so-and-so that is paying for this person's phone card for yeah. the month. So they can at least, you know, let their family know they're mm-hmm. okay, even mm-hmm. though they're living right. on the street right now, you know. Wow. Or with kids, you know, like single moms that maybe had no connections before mm-hmm. while they're home with a sick kid. Well, now they're friends with this other single mom who's texting them and dropping off food to them, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. check, somebody checking in, like, are mm-hmm. you okay? You matter. I care right. about you. So yeah. And, there, and it has to do with resources with time. So it still has a car and they can jump right. you off, you know? Right. So go eat food, donate time and money. <laughs> yeah. Allow people to matter. Cause you matter. Yes. I love all of it. It's so beautiful. It's so inspiring and touching. I remember when you posted that story on your personal page about Thanksgiving, I was just like, amazing. Because we had had, we'd shared a table with people that weren't our family for Thanksgiving. We did it again at Christmas, just like people that didn't have family in town, whatever. We were just sharing our table and it was like a small, you know, it was just a very small thing. And it was like, I saw that on your page and I was like, man, that's just so like on a larger scale, it's just like what I feel like holidays should be about. And I agree. I just want to, I just want to share space with people, which is the whole point of this podcast, you know, yes. is I want to share space with people and tell stories and help facilitate other people knowing about what you guys are doing. Right. It's so important and beautiful. Right. Well, I think getting out of our comfort zone yeah. because me as a stay-at-home mom with four kids who's just trying to like keep people alive day to day pretty much <laughs> jason um yes <laughs> on chocolate and sweet tea and jesus <laughs> you know what do i have in common mm-hmm. when a 65 year old homeless man right you know and so entering into those conversations mm-hmm. Or a sweet mom who's younger than me that has three kids that's widowed, Yeah, you know, that's yeah. been through so much trauma, you know, or somebody who is staying with their child in the shelter, or there's just so many examples, but mm-hmm. those conversations sometimes are uncomfortable, and putting yourself out there, walking up to somebody, and just saying, like, here I go. Right. It's, I don't Hi. think it's just for <laughs> yeah. these amazingly extroverted people mm-hmm. who can talk to a wall. I'm yeah. not that person. Right. Yeah. But I think the more we do it, the more we see that we have more in common than we realize. Yeah. And the more yeah. we realize we can really learn mm-hmm. from everybody. We can yeah. learn from these people. Yeah. And a lot of times it's better if I just shut my mouth and listen. Right their stories are amazing mm-hmm. and they have seen so much life and they yeah. do know so many things. And when they start to engage and they want to know about you and your life and they say, Hey, to your kids and your kids and your families are seeing that there are so many different yeah. types of people and family and it's nothing to be scared of, mm-hmm. but it's something that can be really sweet and beautiful mm-hmm. if you enter into it and you're willing to sit there do a few awkward mm-hmm. pauses right and kind of stumbling around and figuring your words out yeah. until you know week after week then you're walking up and you're giving each other a hug and you're yeah. saying how was this week how right. did this go you know right and so it's worth it it's mm-hmm. worth the risk it's worth yeah. being uncomfortable it's worth getting a little bit messy and feeling a little a little out of your yeah your zone yeah um, Reminds me of that quote, and I'll fact check it after this, but you know that, that people are hard to hate up close. And not that we come at this from a hateful space, but lots of people do. It's hard to see those dividing lines or economical divides or whatever when you're that close to somebody, when you're sitting next to someone at a picnic table. It, I think it's extremely hard to yeah. to think that you're better than someone or that 
they're worse off than you or that you have nothing in common or whatever your mind is telling you divides the two of you, color of skin or background or, you know, gender or identity or right. whatever that, yeah. that really what, what binds us is our stories. Yes. And that the more you tell your story to someone else and you hear and receive their story and you like honor it and respect it, that like, man, this is a real person and, you're kind of and they're beautiful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. In different situations, yeah. you know, yeah. and yeah, it's really neat. Well, thanks so much for being here. Thanks yeah. for being brave and talking in the microphone. I mean, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. I love it. It's going to be great. Thanks for coming. Yeah, thank you. All right, friends. How much did you love that? I hope you weren't counting how many times I said I loved that because I said it entirely too much. But it's only because... I thoroughly loved everything about our conversation and everything about For the Love. They're doing such important work and such inspiring work, and I really do just love everything about it. I think it's so fitting for Valentine's Day for us to focus on loving people through meeting needs and allowing people to be seen by valuing their stories. So if you do anything to celebrate this holiday, I hope you do that. I hope that you meet somebody's need, a tangible need, and then also meet their emotional need by allowing them to be seen, by valuing their story. Releasing this on a Monday, so obviously there is time in your week to grab lunch at For the Love food truck, to go to neighbor night on Thursday night, or if you are outside the NWA circle, there's obviously ways for you to give online. If you're inspired by this story, you can give online towards the new truck. You can give towards friends that need a meal that week at neighbor night. Or if you are inspired to start your own, obviously reach out and see what it takes to kind of franchise in your own community and start a For the Love truck or station or pop-up, whatever inspires you as always i'll put the links in the show notes to where you can find for the love how you can follow melinda and her friends on this amazing journey that they're on and the website where you can give your time your money or find out more about events and neighbor night as always if you love this podcast i would invite you to support this podcast through ads. If you're a small business, I would love to have you support us and have an ad placed in our podcast. If you would like to give towards the podcast on your own, there are ways to do that on the website. You can give a one-time donation or you can become a member of the Speakeasy section where you get bonus episodes, unpublished work, newsletters, swag, and more. Thanks for joining us today. We'll talk more next time. 